people, regardless of income level, are not accurately accounting for where their money is going. Whether mm -hmm. it's being saved or whether it's being consumed, they're just simply not accounting for it. And as a result of that, we've got a problem from the get-go. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Welcome to the Better Wealth Podcast. In this episode from the front lines, we are going to be talking about Google Sheets, which <laughs> should be a good hook, and, and really going under this principle of consistency. I think you have a pretty cool story with your family as it relates to Google Sheets and the principle of consistency. It, it honestly has far less to do with Google Sheets, <laughs> but we figured it would be a good name for this episode because that is the tool that we are employing for my youngest two children uh, to start being responsible for their cash flow. And this is without a doubt the number one factor, I think is the best word. Mm. This is the number one factor in what I'm experiencing on the front line right now in that people, regardless of income level, are not accurately accounting for where their money is going. Whether mm. it's being saved or whether it's being consumed, they're just simply not accounting for it. And as a result of that, we've got a problem from the get-go. So one of the things, I, I've got my kids around the table and we do this, um, we, we update it as a team every month. Wow. But they are responsible on a weekly or you know, whenever they consume any sort of money or whenever they make any sort of money to accurately account for that on their model, right? And we're just using Google Sheets as their model. So what I did was I gave them a, a general framework for the things that they needed to account for. So for instance, if you have a household economy, money comes into that household economy. It's mm -hmm. very, very simple. Like you can break this down pretty much for any age because they can understand if you have a box and something comes into it and then things go out of it, it makes sense. Yep. So you have a household economy. So my son, Keegan, he has a household economy for himself. And Ziva, she has a household economy for herself. When she makes money or has cash flow, it comes in and then it either gets consumed or saved. This is literally the same thing that we do with everybody that, yep. that comes through the door. It does not matter income level at all because this is the raw data. If you ran your household like you ran your business, you'd probably be way better off because this is very simply how a business gets run. You have to account for things. Yep. So we sit down and we developed a framework and we helped them track where money comes from and where money goes. Mm. Pretty simple, it's right? It's not Kevin? complicated. It yeah. is literally not complicated. Google Sheets has every functionality that you could possibly think of. Plus, we've got it set up so that I can see what's going on, right? It's a live document. So if they're making these adjustments throughout the month, I'm a happy dad. If nothing happens throughout the month and we get to our, our team meeting and we're like, where did all this go? Or where did it come from? And they can't account for it. Now we have a lesson learned. And we try to think of it in a positive sense because we really want to establish good habits done consistently over time. Mm. What does that sound like? Sounds like a principle. It sounds like a principle. <laughs> in fact, it is a principle here yeah. at Better Well. So, and I believe that if you can do this at a young age, even if they leave the house and do not track things in this way in the future, there will be something way down at the bottom of their mind that will help them go, is this a consumption item? Right. Or could I be saving this? They'll understand this idea of opportunity costs and lost opportunity costs. And... This is just very near and dear to me because I think that if we can establish these things early and we can do them often and it can be a positive force within our families, then 
we have the opportunity to live a more intentional life and change the face of what this next generation is capable of doing in in the face of a lot quite right. frankly so you're on the front lines and you're talking to people and you have some pretty crazy stories as it relates to like oh where is this money going so why don't big pictures obviously we never share any personal information what spurred you on to teaching this to your kids because i guarantee you two years ago you weren't having these conversations at least in this language was there anything in your line of duty at better wealth like that really spurred on that's like wow i need to teach my kids this because yeah. this is really interesting the person listening to this or watching this it's like what like what was it that made you want to take action in in my family in at team root house we have always done some form of tracking money Okay. Um, and there's a lot of really great ways to do finances within your household to teach handling money and to teach the value and things like that. One of the things that we have done is at a certain age, we have decided to kind of pay a salary to the kids on a weekly basis. So they get their age each week in dollars. Oh, okay. Okay. And then as they grow older, they have to account for more things. So for instance, they may have to at a certain age pay for all of their clothing as opposed to okay. us doing that. Yep which is really still us paying for it because we're giving them the money. But the point is, is that they're now handling it. And if they don't have any underpants, they have to pay for underpants yep. on their own. Interesting. Yep. And so it's, it's a very simple and yet profound way to get them to start managing some of these, these concepts really is what it is, is concepts. We're not going to let them fall. We're just going to create yep. a safe platform for them to experience what this is like. So they have investment accounts, they have savings, and these look a lot like envelopes, right? Yeah. Just, just places where they put money. But they also have and assets, yeah. right? And, and various other things. And as they grow and as they mature and as they show that they can take responsibility for their labor and earn and then distribute and consume and save in a wise fashion, they get access to more, mm -hmm. right? So some of that comes because of age. Um, we also, when things maybe don't happen like mom and dad want, so, so they're responsible for things around yeah. the house. We yeah. don't do a lot anymore because, frankly, they can do it, yeah. right? I shouldn't have to, in my opinion. When they don't, we don't necessarily let them know all of the time. We sim so we have a jar. Each one of them has a jar. And mm. so the number of beads in the jar is the amount of dollars that they get in that month. So... If we go to empty out the jar and there's less, there's less um, beads in the jar, then they have not been responsible stewards of their tasks. Mm. So mm. they frequently will take a look at the jar and see how things are going. Because <laughs> sometimes my wife yeah, and I don't always let them know. If you're supposed to pick up poop in the backyard and it doesn't happen, it's not. I mean, yeah. I'm happy to remind you. But when it becomes a habit of me reminding you, you're not fulfilling your responsibility to the family. And that's how we talk about it. Little did you know that the Google Sheet podcast would take you down to parenting hacks with, <laughs> with the one and only Jeremy. Um, okay, so let's go back to this idea of tracking money. This is super fascinating, by the way. And I, I think it'd be cool if you and my mom talked on the show sometime about how you guys parented because they did something very similar and I, all my siblings are really good with money, and so I'm grateful yeah. for that. Um, so, so going back to how can someone that's watching this or listening to this right now, how can they better track their money, and how can they take what you're doing with your family to get a quick win this week? Absolutely. So how can you better track your money? It could be as simple as 
paper, paper and pen, quite frankly. Mm. The, the fact that you're doing it in some way makes sense. And mind you, people have tracked consumption, inflow, and outflow of money with, with paper and pencil for a long, long time. Yeah. That used to be the way that you do it. You can also use Google Sheets, and then there's a whole host of apps that you can plug in all of your information to, and they will articulate to you what your savings and consumption and what your inflow and outflows are. So to me, the thing that you can do this week is decide to use something. Got it. And then just start using it. And essentially what you're tracking is gross number coming in, it's yep. like going back to the box, yep. gross number coming in, tracking what's leaving. And then obviously, if you're a student of the richest man in Babylon, you're actually paying for your, yourself in some way in an investment account and, and asset in a savings account. And you're, you're, you're tracking what that looks like as well. Yes, absolutely. So again, I, I just try to make it very simple. You have a personal or a household economy. Cash flow comes in, money, income, whatever you want to call it, comes in. It is all consumed or saved. Taxes are gone. You don't control them. They're yep. consumed. They're gone. And saving needs to be broken down into two separate categories as well because we save to consume and we also save for the future. Yep. So when we say saving here at Better Wealth, we're talking about saving not for the purposes of consumption but for the long haul regardless of what that may be. Yep. Okay. And saving to consume is not necessarily wrong. It's just different yep. in how you're accounting for that money. So make it as simple as possible for yourself. Also think about how how can I do this consistently? Because that is the principle is to establish a habit or a, a commitment to being consistent with this over the course of your life. Yep. This, is, this is something, this is something because we all have to deal with money. If I could grow enough tulips or, or a chickens or whatever to not have to use currency, that would be fantastic. But that's not the reality that most of us live in. So we, you don't have to do this by the way, but I would pose to you, that this is the primary thing regardless of income that we talk about yeah yeah it's it, it's the most common thing that we are talking to people that are coming to work with us that are getting unlimited it's like all right we, we can help you and we need to know where this hundred thousand dollars is going like <laughs> you do have some examples of like yeah. where where are where's a hundred thousand dollars on your model going that sounds crazy it's it's the little things that we can do right now that can help with that and and so yeah i i think a win would be find a system and start and then share it with us we love hearing yeah. your um your your success stories we're going to be sharing on the show some success stories Absolutely. from the front lines <laughs> and it's exciting and it fires us up because it reminds us why we do the show why we have our why we have our business and why we are trying to get this word out and so again thank you for listening thank you for um smashing the like button and 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 sharing this message with people we um are, are ultimately doing this so that we can further the message and encourage you to live a more intentional life. Jeremy, thank you as always. Go out and have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.